Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of From Across the Pond. Um, would you believe it? We're on episode eight. That is mental. Uh, it's been we eight have. Weeks? Yeah, it's been eight. This is episode eight. So that's, that's crazy. Like two months of From Across <laughs> the Pond already. Yeah, already eight. Time flies Just, when you're having fun. It does, and we've we've been semi late, and and that's mainly on my part in terms of upload schedule and stuff. But we've um, we've managed to do eight episodes, eight, eight weeks. So. Round of applause, pat on the back, Woo! To, start, to start the show. Woo! <laughs> uh, so, as you heard then, everybody, we have um, uh, Bram on, on the line as well. Hey. Oh, no, I'm not here. Yes, you don't you are. see me. You're the other half of the pond. <laughs> well, you're at the other half of the pond. I'm trying to... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> can't, you, you. Oh, God, we nearly, we nearly lost him, guys. That would have been... From James's bedroom, <laughs> <laughs> episode one. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm right here. I'm I'm back again from across the ponds. Yes, yes. And this week it is um, my episode, and we're going to be talking all things Korea. We're going to talk all things jobs. Um, this is an area that I guess me and Bram really haven't spoke about in terms of our personal lives, in terms of jobs, work, and stuff. So this will be quite interesting. But before we get into that, let's get into our favorite thing or our thing of the week that uh, we wanted to bring up. Bram, you can go first. Uh, I've thought long and hard about this. Uh, and, oh, that's... I, I just thought of a, a joke for myself when I said that, but whatever. <laughs> I, you I share? really don't have, like, major <laughs> news, actually. So mm. one mm. thing I could say is, like, I started a Dutch Marvel podcast three weeks ago with two other people. We uh, we started that because we, yeah, we were talking about Marvel and we said, like, Oh yeah, let's let's just do a podcast, and that generates, yeah, that generates around hundred listeners per episode right now. So it's actually doing quite well. So Everyone we record give, uh, a new a- we record a new episode every Friday, and then uh, we talk about well, WandaVision now. So <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's, I guess that's my story. I don't really have much news actually. It's actually a really about. good thing to do though. Like when you think about it, because we've got Falcon and Winter Soldier coming very soon. Loki trailers like. I think that's coming more or less straight after Falcon. Yeah, the funny thing is, is like we talk about Star Wars and Marvel, and I'm like more of a Star Wars person. I'm like, I like Marvel. I enjoy the movies a lot, but I find a lot of them just like like I, I compare a lot of them to like McDonald's, for instance. It's like it's it's fun when I have it, but then I immediately forget about it like mm. two hours later. So they they are more like in the Marvel thing, and they're also really knowledgeable of the comics. So I'm just sitting there most of the time, just like amazed by all the stories that <laughs> that are in the comics that I don't know about. Mm. Um, so you're getting to grips of all the new stuff that like, well, could be coming soon. Like, Yeah, I've heard loads of theories about uh, WandaVision's episode of this Friday, what's going to mm. happen. So, and what happens in the comics especially. So, Interesting. I, for one, am loving WandaVision. I've got to say, I grew to love it um, as it's gone on, but uh, it's... Very, yeah, for me, it's, I, I, I loved it in the beginning, but it's been ever since like the rev- ever since like that episode where we were on that sword base, where we like knew what was mm. going in on. It's been on a bit of a decline for me personally, mm. just because I love the mystery thing in like the first mm. three episodes, and now it's like we know what's going on. Yeah, and then I really enjoy the sitcom stuff just because that sort of that's unique and it's like it's very well made, and then like the other stuff is like. 
it's just typical Marvel thing. Like last week, there was like a blue laser again. I was like, I'm out. As soon as I have the thing with comic book comic book movies now, as soon as I see a blue laser, I'm like, done. <laughs> Where's the door? <laughs> yeah, it's, I I really hope the last episode isn't going to be just like action, 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 and then mm. one minute of like actual story. I hope it sort of still keeps that mystery vibe because I really like that. Mm. I think we're definitely going to have to. We're just going to end on a cliffhanger, which. You know, nine times out of ten is probably going to lead into Doctor Strange. Yeah, that's also <laughs> but, the thing. Um, it's like I also talked about it in that show. It's like I, I yearn for the days when a movie was just a movie. You know, you didn't mm. have to watch like the, that series and then that book and then it's just like like Star Wars, for instance, when it was just like it's just a movie you watch and not every yeah. little thing of that movie has to be explained or whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. But now it's like, for instance, my parents are also watching WandaVision. And I did. I told them a bit beforehand, and it was like a, a small recap. And now, like, like I fear for them that there are like going to be like ten loose ends at the end of one division, so they have to watch like ten other movies to, yeah, get their story resolved. I'm like, hmm. interesting. It is interesting. And if we do have any Dutch listeners, then you know you can uh, head over and listen to Bram's yeah. show. What is it called for those uh, people? It's Bram? called Marvel's Force. Marvel's Force, there we go. So, and even if you don't speak Dutch, it's like maybe instead of using Duolingo, you can like try. There we go. Dutch. There we go. It's that one thing for me then, is it to try to <laughs> <laughs> take on board? <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, so my thing of the week is I think I spoke about it last week, but uh, maybe I spoke about it the week before. Um, I've been on this like diet, losing weight, trying to like stay a bit healthier this year. And it was way day yesterday for me. I'm weighing on the first of every month, so we're currently recording on the second of March. Um, I lost another five pounds, wow. so Nicely I'm done. down. Yeah, I'm down twelve pounds this year. Lost seven in the first month, five in the second, and yeah, it's just basic, like just closing my rings every day, which I didn't do on my Apple Watch. Basic, um, and also eating eating slightly better, cutting out bad meals like bad chocolate or whatever. Mm-hmm. and one takeaway a month we're allowed. That's what we're allowing, mm-hmm. allowing ourselves. So where I'd usually have three or four takeaways and maybe um, you know a lot more chocolate and, and snacks and stuff, now I'm just, yeah, enjoying... I'm actually enjoying them more. When I'm eating those things more because I'm not having them as much, I'm actually like really enjoying them. So, yep, 12 pounds down, so proud of that this week. But another very, challenge, though. Very nicely my, done. Even yeah, like my, in this, this lockdown period especially, it's like with gym exactly. clothes and such, it's like... Yeah, still managing to do it. But I, I'm using, obviously, the Apple Watch. You have those monthly challenges. Mm-hmm. So my monthly challenge for March, the medal, is, well, sorry, for February was to burn 24,000 calories. I'm not sure if I told you this, but I actually did it. So I actually nice. exceeded it. I think I got like 26,000, just about. But this month I've now, because the challenge I set myself was to walk every day, and I did 85 miles, now it says, James, you need to walk. 103 miles this month mm. <laughs> so i've got to add 20 miles to what i did last month and i did something every day so yeah that's the challenge yeah, this month but I, I got the goal to walk 200 kilometers this month i don't know what's that in miles but maybe it's around the same last month i had uh close your or like get 200 percent on your move your calorie ring seven times in a month and i got that as well See, you, that's that's not too bad, really. Like, obviously, you just got to do nine days or seven days of 
it really intense overworking out, you know, out of 28 or whatever it was. But my girlfriend had sta- uh, closure stand ring nine times. That's <laughs> so, easy. It's like super easy. So it's just like how they figure it out, I have no idea. But either way, it's a challenge and a challenge and a challenge. And one of my resolutions this year is to get all 12 medals from my watch by the end mm. of the year. That's what I'm trying to do for the entire year. So regardless of what they are, they need to be achieved. So could be worse. My mate is 190 miles this month because he's a runner. So his is like mm. 190. And it says like on average, you need to run like nine miles a day. Something like that. It, says, it actually says a thing saying what you need to do per day. I think mine's like three miles a day. But his is like nine. <laughs> so it could be worse. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. But he runs longer, you know, long, he goes running for like hours. Mm. Cool. Anyways, moving on from that, that's the things of the week. Um, now let's get into our topic and our main subject, I guess, of the show, and that's careers, life, and I guess all that stuff kind of starts from school. You yep. go way back to school and... When we were young. When we were young. Young yeah, and brave. Oh, but it's, it's over a decade ago now, Bram, since I started secondary school. Like, that's pretty sad. Like, you know, that's old. Yeah, I'm getting up there. 2024, the year 2024 will be two decades since I started secondary school. So comprehensive. That's, that's bonkers. Like, <laughs> 20 years. It's uh, been two years of mu- 20 years of music. And, you I, know, I, I, I'm already like hesitant. Like next week, it's my birthday. I'm, I'm going to turn 25. Ooh. But I'm, I'm so scared to think like that I'm like halfway to 50. It's like, oh, yeah. man. Count your lucky stars, mate. I'm 30 now soon. Uh, <laughs> uh. It's scary. It's scary. Um, yeah, that links back to, I was just saying to Bram before the show, like age is really, really, it does play into your like life and career because everyone has pressures. You know, I find when you get to a certain age, you, should you be doing something? Should you be at a certain point in your career because you're older? And I've actually deleted all my friends on Facebook today because you constantly find yourself comparing to people. You constantly find yourself like, like I moved out quite late. I moved out, we spoke about this last week, um, obviously on the show, but I think I moved out at like 20, was I 24, 25? I first moved out into like a place, but most, that's quite late. I know people that moved out at yeah. like 18 for uni and then never came home, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it's, you do feel pressure because you feel like, should I have moved out? Should I, you know, you might feel the same because. But, but that's, yeah. that's true that you say that's because of Facebook, because that's just mm. like the social pressure and you'll see what everyone is doing, but. Yeah. Like that, that's just like, that's the thing with like Facebook, people only post the things that are good in their life. It's like, exactly. they'll yeah. surely have issues as well, but mm. they don't post those. So Exactly. Yeah. And, and the same thing comes like with me, I'm in a, a relationship. I've been with my girlfriend now for. God, is it just over five years? Obviously, we've got a place together, but at the same time, children, that's the next thing. You see, I have no kids. Marriage. Like, <laughs> it's marriage, yeah. I've, love I know and people. It's, love it's, and it's scary. <laughs> like, if I went to like a school reunion, right? Half of them married. Some of them are on their second child now. <laughs> married and on their second child. Oh, so, man. here's me saving with the boys to go away on a holiday for my 30th, right? And then I'm on the other side, you've got people that have two kids, dead-end job or whatever it is, or a good job, whatever it is, and, you know, family. Yeah. And I'm buying pop figures and still playing PlayStation. It's so much pressure in life, like, I'm telling you. Like, for me, it's even worse. It's like, I just moved out. I don't mm. have a girlfriend. I'm single. 
and like I live in this rental apartment and I'm like all alone and well not I'm not all alone but like I live alone and like I see people mm. that have like relationships and I'm like sitting here like oh. <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm like the 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 male Bridget Jones I guess I guess COVID isn't helping as well in that, no, on that's that true. front. That's true. But um, at the same time, you, like you say, it's it's pressure on all on all fronts, and and that's a good. I think it's a good place to start with Korea because I felt Korea, Korea pressures. Well, even since going to uni was a pressure way back when. Looking back, uni was the worst decision I ever made in my life, mm. because I'm much more hands-on person. I'm not an education person, you know what I mean? I'm not somebody who likes to do education. Um, I should have figured that out after doing this since I was born <laughs> and then going to uni. But it was the easiest thing to do, and that's the thing with uni nowadays. Yeah. Everybody goes to uni. because yeah, it's because it's a pressure to do it. It's pressure, because yeah. everyone's there, and it's that Facebook post, oh my God, I'm going to uni. But it's like, there's nothing else. There's no support there. Like You get into the next stage of school, and you feel like you're on a conveyor belt. It's like, right... You, you pass your, like, your GCSEs or something here, and then it's like, right, what are you going to do for your A-levels? Well, chill out. I've just finished like my one exams. Now I'm on the next one. And, well, maybe, you know. maybe to start off with, like, let's, like what, what was our education? What did we study? What did we finish? Oh, what didn't we? Yeah. So for me, I was all about those practical subjects. I was making things, technology, um, so graphic, graphic tech, so I was doing 3d card drawings i liked all that um i did woodwork as well i actually made a table um it media studies i actually liked which probably the most you know theory topic i did um it and then i did throw in a really good one for uni which was um re which was more philosophy and ethics i wanted to get a get into that but i had to drop it after a year it was too hard (laughs) so what about you um, I did a bachelor's degree in commercial economics. Uh, d- during that course, I did a minor in transmedia storytelling. Uh, I finished that, I got my degree, and then I started with a master's course in media innovation. Uh, although I didn't finish that one because uh, mm. it was a bit too hard at the end with the uh, like the like the end thing you have to write. I don't know what it's called in English actually. Like, like the a dissertation. Yeah, it's like the, the final paper, the final paper you have to write. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't finish that. Still had a fun time though. But, <laughs> but that's what it is, isn't it? You, I guess you do have a fun time. Like I made some, like, some good friends. And... I'm like I'm like the opposite of you. I'm not a practical person. I have like two left hands, and I I, have, I, I drop everything. But I'm like <laughs> generally good in like studying. So that's why yeah. I also participated in that master's degree, just because I wanted to study even more. And also because here, uh, I guess that's over there as well. If like, if you want to have like a job in a field that isn't like practical, you need like at least like a bachelor's degree. That's, yeah. that's like the minimum they ask for. So mm. you sort of feel obligated to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I did come out of uni with a degree. And what I said earlier when I studied, I studied that in school, but I studied business management in uni. But mm. it, it was a good degree, but you don't really need a business management degree to run a business. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Like you look at all the most successful entrepreneurs in the world, <laughs> they all just left school and you know, yeah, it, it was good, you know, in terms of it definitely has given me some experience, so I wouldn't knock it entirely, but it, you know, and it's definitely, you know, I would have to say it's definitely, in, uh, I'm in the job I'm in now because of it. 
you know, in, in where I am. I work for a management consultancy. So our business is basically going into other businesses and consulting them to be better managers. So, <laughs> you know, it's a pretty perfect fit. But um, just you've just got to be really mindful of, is this the right thing for you? And that applies to jobs as well. Yeah, like, that's that's also like the thing with education. It's like you have to make like a decision that will determine the rest of your life. It's like, yeah. if you think about it like that, it's actually crazy that we ask people to do that so early in their life. Mm. So um, final in it. So like, right, this, this, this is yeah, the this, last This chance. is going to be <laughs> the course for the rest of your life. It's like, yeah. You, yeah, you can change it if you have like money for it loads of money yeah yeah crazy okay then so uh moving on from that then i guess one good thing to talk about first job what would about i assume when we was in school you would have had yeah. a first job what was i your... was 15 when i started working in a supermarket that was my first job by the look on your face that nobody can see right now you hated it <laughs> well well yeah you know the, the work itself wasn't that yeah exhilarating yeah. Um, stacking shells it, 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 it's yeah. like the standard job that everyone had like i had mm. a couple of friends who worked there as well i actually worked there for quite a while i think like for like two to three years um but that yeah that was my, but that, that's like a standard job over here like everyone mm. works in the supermarket yeah. or they deliver like papers with their bikes which i also did for one summer but i really didn't like that that was my first job, <laughs> Paperboy. And mm. I started at 13, and I think I did it till I was 16, because we can't work here in the UK till you're 16 legally, um, like in any shop or anything like that. Oh, over here it's 15. So. Yeah, now it's so 16 here. Um, so I did that for three years, Paperbound, and then when I was 16, I got a job as a, a dishwasher in my mm. local restaurant stroke. It was like a pub. Um, and then I stayed at the pub for five years, all the way throughout my degree. I carried work in there. So uh, what's your whole career timeline? So after the pub, what was like next? Well, the pub really, I started doing dishes, but I obviously didn't finish doing dishes. Uh, basically, I basically run the pub towards the end. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, you know, I, I, uh, the new owners that came in in between were really old family friends. Mm. And I basically, everybody had left by, you know, in that time, everybody had left. And it was basically just me that was sticking around. And I knew the whole thing inside out. So I kind of, taught them everything yeah. i knew and makes sense that they would put yeah. you in charge they'd go away and i'd stay the night and stuff and shut up open up and all that so it was a really good job but with uni wasn't the right time to do that and uni so then i finished that last year at uni i needed something that was a bit more stable i can clock in clock out type thing because mm -hmm. even when i clocked out i wasn't um so i got a job in the cinema and that's mm. my yeah again i was there four years worked my way up became a supervisor there loved that job met my girlfriend um amazing job and <clears> then obviously then you're leaving uni and it's like i need a full-time job now because all of a sudden 20 hours a week of being in uni is gone i need to make us more nine to five you know that type of lifestyle and then i started getting into data analysts and analyzing jobs really low pay initially so that's kind of what i do now um but i was doing the first two companies i worked for were mainly energy focused so we would analyze people's um Mainly large shops. Um, I was doing a phone stores opening this in the, over in the UK, and their bills would come through to me, and I'd have to analyze their bills and make sure they weren't overpaying. And you can imagine the amount of property and you know um, retail stores they have. They are constantly leaving one and opening a new one, yeah. and it's you know making sure that final reads are in, and you know 
switching over the utilities for them. So there was that, and then I left our job because it was annoying, and I am where, I'm, where I am now, which is a management consultancy. I'm working on the operations of the business, so I'm running all the business reports, largely using Excel, formulas, you know, graphics, and I'm trying to loosely use some visual manage visual dashboarding software so like power bi don't know if you know power bi it's like a no no i don't know it yeah it's basically a microsoft pack package um, part of the 365 but it's um it does all charts graphs interactive dashboarding type thing um so i'm very much running all those type of things um but i'm also the systems admin as well so we're going through a new systems upgrade now mm. and i'm talking i talked to the you know new package owners and i go you know what's good for us now and I involve other people so I'm trying to pull all that together right now hmm. currently so it's a bit of everything but uh, it's a good it's a good job I enjoy it really enjoy it nice what about your career um, well I started working in supermarkets I believe I did that for three years uh, in between I also yeah was like a paper boy during one summer but yeah as I said I didn't really like that Afterwards, I I was also by the way that's also kind of job. I was the head of like the the committee at at the unit at the at during my bachelor's degree. I was like the, the class representative for like mm-hmm. uh, meetings and such. I'm just yeah. gonna put on my my like my resume and see what it was because I've do, I've done quite a lot actually. Um, Oh yeah, I worked at like a electronics store over here and I worked at the hi-fi department. So I sold mm-hmm. like speakers and sound bars. Uh, I stopped because of my education. It was a really fun job actually. Yeah. So sad to see it go. I worked for a few months, like two to three as a content marketeer at the same company I work for now. That was after my internship. Yeah. Then I was, oh yeah, also uh, was an English teacher for ex- uh, yeah. What was that for? Oh yeah, it was for like um, like students that have that had to do like their English exams. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. I helped them with like their homework stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Afterwards, I worked at the cinema as well. I worked mm-hmm. there for almost four years, and I started just as a service employee, but I grew into like a supervisor, and I co-organized like events and did the marketing and such. And then I started working where I work now, which is a website and recruitment agency over here in the Netherlands. Um, and I do some online marketing and I help with corporate branding. I make some videos. I work on a job board that I need to m- maintain. Uh, we have some goals that we've set that we want to achieve. Looks like we're going to achieve them soon. So maybe I'll start looking at another task within the company to pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about it. It's like quite diverse. I'd quite say. diverse, yeah. But a lot of different uh, different <laughs> areas in there as well, especially the yeah. English. I guess the English is massive for you, like with me. Mainly. Yeah, English was at like high school. English was one of my better subjects. Mm. Like I usually got, yeah, not like the highest, but like good grades for it. Mm. So I also did like a, uh, they had like a course for one year, like an advanced English course, a Cambridge degree for English. Uh, that was yeah. something they had. And I did that and I got a degree for that. I believe at C1 level English. So 
That's quite really? good. That's yeah it's, yeah. it's nice to put on your resume, especially when yeah. they require that you have like well knowledge of Dutch and English. Mm. Bit off topic, but you know, like when you watch like I guess like one division. Do you watch that in English or do you watch yeah, that in without subtitles? Without. So you actually watch all your content if you can in English because you're fluent, I guess. I I tend to watch everything I watch in their native language. So, mm. well, yeah, most of it is English. But if I would like watch a Spanish show because I also had some Spanish yeah. education, I probably could follow that with subtitles on. But English, mm. I can just watch without subtitles. So I guess when you go to the cinema, then is that dubbed? Yeah, the, the, no, yeah. Um, well, yeah, it depends. Like children's Some films children's are dubbed. Okay. Otherwise, films are just with subtitles. Mm. But when I'm at home or and I watch a show on Netflix, yeah, or yeah, you can change it. Yeah. I just turn subtitles off. That's so a really I good skill. I find though. it distracting. So mm. that's like definitely a really good skill, and I think anybody like for me, it's a bit slightly a bit different. We spoke previously on an episode about our native language and the fact that my girlfriend speaks Welsh. And that's definitely, if you're working more in a government role, like a, a third sector role, we call them a public service role, speaking Welsh is very, very needed mm-hmm. and, and a good thing to have, like my girlfriend's got. But um, when you're working more private sector, like myself, it's not really deemed as essential. But I guess when you're living in a country like yourselves, where, you know, English is very valuable, I guess, and on the CV. And to have that, I guess, is it's teaching English. That's <laughs> a very, yeah. you know, I bet at the time also, you thought this is pointless, but, you know, now it's... I really, like, I, I was quite good at Spanish, but it's like English, at least, so, yeah, you, you do, of course, but over here as well, like, English, you see it every day. You, like, mm. read it on Twitter or watch some YouTube or read the news, but, like, Spanish, you barely see it over here. Yeah. So yeah. my Spanish has really gone down. I want to pick it up again with like maybe use an app like Duolingo or whatsoever mm. but trip to Spain I say yeah I would love it's, to it's, I would love to go on any <laughs> trip right now but yeah I tell you what I'll drive from where I am cross the pond pick you up and we'll drive all the way down to Spain just go get to drunk, Barcelona stay there and then drive up <laughs> yeah I would uh, love to go there again actually to yeah. Barcelona so that'd be pretty cool yeah so yeah no good good I guess it's mad how things in the past shape who you are and the jobs you've taken on, like, you know, all the people you've met along the way and, and who is still around now, I guess. And, yeah, know. yeah. I, I really noticed that last year when, um, well, I, I worked at the cinema and I, I loved it there. It's I had so much fun and I applied for a job at, like, the, the main office, like headquarters in Amsterdam. Yeah. And I didn't get it. I was, like, the second person. It was very close, but... Then another opening came up and it was like a whole other uh, project. And I was like, I, I don't want to do this again because I, I, yeah, I quit with my master's degree and I was like, I need to get like a a proper like a proper job, so to say. Not yeah. that that wasn't yeah. a proper job, but like a nine to five working in an office just with a, a steady flow of income. Um, so I applied for a few jobs and one of the companies I applied to was like a daughter company apparently of that company that I work for now, which was my previous internship. Okay. And my boss actually, um, well, he remembered me. So he sent me a message on LinkedIn. It's like, oh, I have something for you. Can you like meet tonight? So I jumped on the train. I went to like a one hour train ride to where he was. Hmm. And we talked that evening and I yeah, I almost immediately took the job. And so I, that's a good example of how networking can be very important. Yeah. And just leaving LinkedIn, a good impression yeah. everywhere. 
LinkedIn, you mentioned there, every one of my jobs, professional jobs anyway, that I've ever got has been from LinkedIn, every single one, because I've been approached when I'm in a job that is a recruitment agent looking for you or whatever, and I really would recommend anybody looking for a job, make sure you're LinkedIn, you've got LinkedIn. Keep it updated. Keep it updated, and you can also, there's a thing on there that you can um, say you're available, you're not interested, or you're 50% interested. (laughs) Although watch out with that, I'm looking for a job. Mm. <laughs> don't post that when you're still working for when you're still working depends don't know that yeah. you're looking for something yes no you've got to be pretty careful on who you're connected to as what you post obviously yeah um, but it's a great tool I've just randomly I just type in recruitment agents in the city I'm in and just randomly connect with them and just to, I'm on their radar I guess as well so and, and I've done the same I've just had random recruitment people just I've never spoke to them, but they've just want to connect to me. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, it's I have definitely like every day. I've like uh, someone yeah. like mm-hmm, wants to connect, and they, mm. I get like a message like, "Hey," and not yep. just that, not that they're looking for me for a job, but like they want to like work together or something like that. Mm. Yep. No, it's really, it's really, really good. LinkedIn recommend anybody get it. Um. So yeah, I guess the good thing to talk about as we wrap it up, I guess, would be the future. What our future ambitions are. Um, for me, I'll leave, I'll leave you think about yours. But for me, I, I'm one of the people when we was in school or in uni. I think it was school. It was like, what do you, you know, people say, what do you want to do when you grow up? And some people would say like, I want to be a footballer. I want to be like, like really, and not unrealistic, but just out there things. You know, like I want to be a movie star or whatever. Mm. I was always like, I want to like be the manager in McDonald's, like the big boss. So, mm-hmm. like, the CEO of McDonald's, you know what I mean? So, I kind of ha- always had business management in me, in a way, mm-hmm. to want to run a big company. So, I've always been quite proud of when I say that, because I've kind of been a bit real, I guess, without knowing that I'm being a bit real. I mean, it's hard to get a CEO job of a big company, yeah. don't get me wrong, but... Yeah, it's not something you get every day. No. <laughs> My mum would say to me, coming from school, like, oh, what do you want to do? I'd love to be the CEO of Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> thinking that I'm going to say an astronaut or like, yeah. uh, you know, a film a star, star or whatever. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to be the CEO of the burger chain. <laughs> I mean, it's um, more realistic than wanting to be an astronaut or a pop star. So you've got that yeah. going for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but right now, as that's developed, like, it's kind of similar, I guess. But I just, I really want, if I, I want to be a director. I want that job title of director in my title. That's, obviously, I'm not manager yet that's the next step manager assistant manager even whatever but i've had a taste of like you know it's all, i guess all you know i spoke about the pub earlier you know kind of running the pub without having the title the same with the um with the cinema being a supervisor everywhere i go i, I want to improve and, and take it the next level you can also argue with why this kind of what i did with colonel which mm. me and bram met yeah, you know i went in as a writer <laughs> and there was nobody controlling how it was all done so it was very much like okay then we need to do it this way you were and, the one running to ship basically. yeah you know what i mean so i've always had that in me like you know I, I i can i can run this i can do this 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 need this can be done this way and it can be better so yeah i think for me if i look back in my life when i'm an old man retired and i i've been a director i would be pretty proud of where i got to that's that's what I would love to do. Mm. What about you, Bram? Um, well, I have two things. I would like first, like when I was doing my bachelor's, it was like a big focus on like creating your own company, and that's something I've always admired and something I would always mm. 
well, it, it's been on the back of my mind, you know, to ever do. I think I've thought about doing something like this now with this podcasting bit. It's like I have this show, obviously the Marvel one. I have another one that I do, and I, like I edit those, and I like I create the sounds. I for some of them I even do like the uploading part and stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe there's a market for that, you know? It's like yeah, have people like that you make podcasts for people. So I've thought about that. The other one is well, first of all, let me say like I I'm very fond at my job right now so i'm not looking for another job at the moment also i have like i have a contract now for yeah, yeah for, disclaimer, for a while disclaimer so. to brahms employees <laughs> employers <laughs> just, just a disclaimer to your employer <laughs> no, no 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 need for that but it's like mm. i have no intention to look for another job right now but no. i on the other hand i i've always said like i would love to work in the media like we yeah. visited um like the our national television capital so to say once and i was there at the radio station at like the, the tv says i was like man I, I would love to work and not like in like a presenting role but maybe like behind the scenes like in the gallery or yeah or marketing or something like that mm. that's yeah. always been like something like, sort of like that i would love to work and if i ever get the chance or i see an opening i might go for that but at the moment i'm like uh, i can even like at the moment i can even do like stuff like that on my job i have right now like i can help with like last week we recorded a video just for a uh, a, a presentation and well i made i made that with some other people and i filmed yeah. it so i still could do a bit of that thing but mm. that's that's sort of been like my thing that i would love to do once but your job sounds like identical to my girlfriend's the hannah's job she literally that's what she does she li- like t- tomorrow morning she's recording podcasts oh, and yeah. editing them and <laughs> yeah that's uh, social media that's literally what she does <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 it's quite yeah, it's it's not that i'm looking right now but no. if i ever get the chance i would certainly consider it it could be a good thing for you to put forward in the place that you're in now though in terms of you know, an internal podcast. You can have a chat with somebody. Yeah, yeah, no, that, you know. that's the thing I like about them. It's like they yeah. they have those opportunities. And you can just say that it's like it's a very open company. Yeah. It's not like Your it's, it's very informal in, in that way. Yeah. You can just like walk to the the boss and you can have a yeah. laugh and it's all okay. I really mm-hmm. like that about it. I I don't I don't see myself working at like a big like a McDonald's, for instance. It's like a big multinational mm. company. I'm like. I'm more fond of like a smaller team that's more like closer, so to say. Yeah, more focused as well. That's exactly the same as me. Like my business is a global business, but we have 60 people employed worldwide. I know everybody's name and I have relationships with everybody. I can ring any one of them up and they'd answer. And I, I do mean I know them. Whereas I worked in a company before, one of the energy firms I worked in, um, and there was maybe four or five offices around the UK. I didn't know everybody's name. I didn't, you know, we went to a Christmas party. I didn't even know who they were. I was just with my team, you know yeah. what I mean? It's strange, yeah. The bigger the company, the w- the most, the more dejected you feel, the more, like, a, I guess, a number on payroll. You just are, you know, you're just oh, one, one of the team. Whereas I'm the only one who do my job, which there's negatives to that, I guess, because when I want to go on on, hol- on holidays or yeah. something, there's yeah. nobody else that does my job. Um, but there's definitely positives to that because you stand out. You know, you you do a good job, you get recognized for it. You, yeah, that, that's both you know. a positive and a negative thing. Because if yeah. it's if it doesn't go well, you're also noticed. You're also <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's your fault, Bram. You you messed up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, but not at the same time, it pushes you on, and that's what you want. Especially the, you know, we're similar ages, 
you know, we're not at the point of forty-five fifty yet. <laughs> Bram's halfway, um, but we're not we're not at that point You're yet. You're further along. <laughs> All right. We're not the same uh, age. Yet. Don't say that. <laughs> uh, I was just there. Um, but no, we're definitely you know at that point of our career, we want to be pushed on. Is what I was trying to get at. You know, we, we want that push because we're we're still learning. You know, and yeah, I I think that's also like a thing of our generation. If I look at like my parents, they my parents' generation, they just they keep the same jobs for like ten to twenty years. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know if that's something that you and I would still do. No, no, I don't think I'm gonna be where I am five years time. You know, I've been there four years now, so <laughs> I was actually looking before COVID. You know, I was mm. debating before COVID. Um, again approach on linkedin but it's you know covid has just delayed things you've kind of got to like just deal with it and in a way it's been really good since covid the, the, my job's totally changed in the last 12 months mm-hmm. for the better though for the better even my man- manager relationship type thing so yeah for me like i started right like two weeks before lockdown started over here and you mm-hmm. really notice like in the beginning that goes for me and the company as well you sort of had to find each other and sort of see what my expertise so to say was and what they needed uh, from me so in the first few months you know it's a bit rough and you don't really know what to do sometimes you're just like oh what what did i start with uh i I don't really i'm not really finding my feeding right here but like in the last few months uh, it's like it's it's getting better and better and now i'm like i can do my thing and i can do the things for the company and still I, I, like I get enjoyment out of my work now, yeah. and I really like it because that's <clears throat> what I also had at the cinema. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good because that's always the worry, isn't it? Leaving a good job, like you said, you left the cinema for this job, and you know, I mean, it's uh, sometimes it, it definitely obviously comes down to money. You know, in the end of the day, you know. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you've got to be happy in what you're doing, like. I'd rather yeah, work, I'd rather work twelve hours a day and be miserable and be happy rather than nine hours a day and be miserable. Yeah, that, that's know? the thing. That's a, one thing I always say is if you don't enjoy your work and you have opportunity to, you know, for some people it's just it's just the work they have. You, it's, it's it's not not possible to just find another job. I get that, but if you have the possibility and you, you don't like your job, it's just go look for something else because you really need to. I think if if you can, you need to get enjoyment out of your work. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna say just like oh, just eat it up and just enjoy it and mm. go ever, just go in it very happily and uh, don't care about it. But no, you gotta because that, be. that's not, re- not realistic. But mm. like, try try to find enjoyment in your work. That's like very good advice I would give. That's a good quote, Bram. I like that for the show. Finding, try and find enjoyment in your work. Brown yeah, like looking March. at my job right now, it's like when I started there, it's like I enjoyed it, but like, like for instance, like video and audio editing, it's like a hobby I have. Yeah. And like that, that's something I like to do. And back then it was just like analytics and spreadsheets and that's like I don't mm. get any enjoyment out of that. Yeah. But then as time went on, they started to know me and I started to know them and I I said just like like if you ever need like a video or something I can help you with that. Mm. And now I'm making like at least one to two videos a month I think. So you know also like it's it's not it's not a bad thing to sort of get your mm-hmm. interest into your company because they might need it in one yeah. way or another. 
you're showcasing the skills that you've got that you weren't employed to do at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I was employed to makes you be more valuable as well. Yeah, exactly. I was employed to be a data analyst, but you know, I've recently spoke to a manager about YouTube and the fact he didn't really know I used to do it, you know, I do it and stuff. And um, you know, now he's talking to me about like doing a video on a monthly update of all the numbers and like yeah. getting a green screen and then standing in front of like the weather person and yeah. <laughs> you know but but like it's a different way of like okay we can still portray the information you want to give to everybody but do it in the way that you like to con- to provide it as well which is like you said really good you know yeah like, like even like for me like i'm very big into podcasting like tomorrow i have a meeting with someone to talk about launching a podcast for uh, mm-hmm. our company like if there are possibilities there it's like we we might not get anything out of it but at least we like looked at it we looked at it and you know you're putting yourself forward so you're interested and yeah, like, say, yeah. giving you a reason for re- reemployability in the future yeah exactly yeah and that's what it's all about that's what it's all about great well, I think that pretty much ended there, Brown. That was a really good end to the show and positivity there. Um, and I hope you know the listeners of this particular show episode have um, really taken these things on board because I feel like we've been a bit like advisory in this episode more than yeah, before. Yeah. We spoke to the viewer. Well, James, <laughs> yeah. it is we are old, so yeah. we're starting to get to the age where we just give advice to everyone yeah. to the youth. Yeah, quarter of a century the youth anymore. <laughs> Bram's quarter of a century next week, guys. We'll have a special birthday episode. Uh, <laughs> Miserable oh, Bram will man, be on. Man. And speaking oh, of not, next week, not next episode, the one after that. Oh, the one it's after next Friday. Friday. So we're slightly, slightly shorter. But speaking of next week, though, what is the topic going to be? For uh, uh, let's see. Because we have a list over here, and I see a lot of subjects. <laughs> I see one that I find interesting. I see another one. It's the one that you're drawn to first. Well, then it's going to be music. There we go. So we're I'm going to talk about that. our taste in music, some of our favorite artists, how we listen to music, stuff yep. like that. Awesome. Awesome. So stay tuned, everybody, for next week. We will be talking, as Bram says, all things music. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Please don't forget to like, share, comment. It really does help out the show. Comment on the platform that you're on. Rate it. Whatever it is you need to do, please do that. It helps us out massively. Bram, thank you very much for this week. Thank you as well. Everyone, thank you for listening. And have a nice week. And we will see you all soon. Bye. Bye.